Yeah. <sighs> Sharon. Yeah. Oh my God. Where have you been? I just found out. <sighs> we have a podcast. Yeah, welcome to the club, Jay. Jesus! Well, thanks for showing up. You know you know what? For this episode of the Morning's Rock podcast, you'll find that this is a place where the rock hall converges, where the injuries are huge, and where the socks don't match, Jack Daniels. <laughs> I love this so much. Hey, thanks for listening, you guys. This is the Morning's Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. The 2022 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions started streaming. And you might say to yourself, why do they film this in November? And then we wait like three weeks to actually see it on TV. Well, because it's almost six hours long, <laughs> frankly. And um, rock stars do tend to go on. If, when, they could, if they could get it down to four, that'd be great. There's also no, like, playoff music at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions. It's like, dude, you talk as long as you want to. I love that. That's why it's on HBO. Right. That's why it's not on, you know, regular old TV. Yeah. So that you're not hearing the music where people have that, you know, knee-jerk reaction to tell the music person to not play the music off, which then takes, like, ten seconds away from their yeah. counting down time. It exists for the exact same reason that people are writing us at 11977 and saying, what did you guys think of the Hall of Fame inductions? Because you know what? That's what we do around here. We go deep on stuff. Yep. And I'm with you. I'm totally cool with it being long because you know what I also have? I have a thumb. And if you're talking too long, if you're uh, shouting out your ninth wife that's at the table with your brother who helped write your third single of a deep cut that you <laughs> just whatever, or you're a lawyer. Uh, and I don't want to hear yeah. you talk. I will just fast forward through and I'll just get to the people that I want to get to. That's the great thing about about being able to PVR or being able to stream something. Yep. Although yep. it did go live when it when it first aired, but it, it now exists for you to watch however you want to watch it. But I know for you, one of the, uh, the storylines that you followed pretty closely, and I think she handled it with such class and really took an opportunity inside of a of a situation that could have been negative and really turned it around to be a positive. And that was Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is everywhere. She's omnipresent. She's even making news more recently after the Rock Hall induction about who's the uh, queen of the holidays. Right. So between her and Mariah Carey. I mean, we're not playing either of them on show, but the, just the fact that their reach goes beyond what they're known for. Right. You know, So for Dolly Parton then to sort of fully acknowledge the, you know, uh, question mark as to her eligibility to get into the Rock Hall herself. She did that right out of the gate. So I like that she did it again on, uh, well, she didn't do it on Saturday night, but we got to see it on Saturday night. So I yeah. thought that would be a good way to start. It is my pleasure to induct you into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, thank you, Pete. I'm a rock star now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. This is a very, very, very special night for me. I'm sure a lot of you knew that back when they said they were going to put me in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I didn't really feel like I had done enough to deserve that. And I didn't uh, understand at the time that it's about a little more than that. But I'm just honored and so proud to be here tonight. And thanks to all of you. You know, it would have been great if she took advantage of the situation, too, and was like, you know what? If you want to put me in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I should write a rock song. <laughs> that would have been great if that happened. Oh, wait, Jay. Oh, wait. She did. Here I am on the stage. You all know my name. With many country accolades. 
veins. But since I heard the big news, I ain't never been the same. Cause they done gone and put me in the Till the cows come home. Till the cows come home. Man. Now if... Really sweet looking guitar she played too. It was pretty cool. Up. Yeah. The, the, the outfit she had on was pretty great. And the fact that Pink pointed out that she can play guitar so perfectly with talon length nails <laughs> without ever missing a note. Yeah. It's incredible. Incredible. That's what I'm striving for. Keep growing your nails. Keep growing Jay. the nails, man. <laughs> hey, when we come back, while Dolly Parton's choice didn't necessarily make sense for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I've got something for you that made a thousand percent sense, and I think they nailed it. That's right. Loved it. Rob Halford and Judas Priest finally inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And what can you say about Rob Halford's voice? Is there any emotion that he can't express? A note that he can't hit? Or one that he can't hold seemingly forever? He is simply one of the greatest singers in heavy metal history. Brother Alice, preach. And of course, our very own Alice Cooper talking about uh, the induction of Rob Halford and Judas Priest at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremonies, which streamed over the weekend. Yeah, they happen in November. It's always weird every year when they do it for four or five hours, wherever they do it from, and you just see fan video and pictures from the ceremonies, but then you get to see the actual, actual ceremony like we did over the weekend and the best part about it is that it seems like oh we gotta wait you know yeah we used to have to wait like six months it would happen not six months but like months at least a couple of months because it would happen they used to do it in the spring and then we get it in may right so like it would film in you know feb let's say yeah it would, ugh, you have to wait a long time now at least it's yeah relatively quick quick so when you get a four-hour ceremony you're not really sure how much they've shaved off yeah. especially when the lawyer can get that much uh, <laughs> airtime for winning his way in yeah did he like buy airtime or something like that is that how that happened and I, I don't begrudge him winning he obviously had a great impact on a lot of careers and made things fair for people as far as earnings sure and the artists always uh are on the short end of the stick when it comes to contracts and stuff like that so good for doing that i don't know that uh that that gets you time on the show, you know, ahead of uh, of um, uh, there's somebody else getting longer time, like I Harry, think Harry Belafonte. Him, I think we've given him too much time on our show. Harry Belafonte should have got more time. Yes, you know, talk about yeah, you talk about building blocks, you talk about pioneers. Yeah, back to Rob Halford. Oh. I love that he said this. I'm the gay guy in the band. Love it. <laughs> The crowd. <laughs> you see that there is what heavy metal is all about. We call ourselves the heavy metal community, which is all inclusive. Doesn't matter what your sexual identity is, what you look like, color of your skin, the faith that you believe in or don't believe in. Everybody's welcome. People on the outside looking in uh, to heavy metal kind of look at us and, you know, uh, a little bit scared, but please, um, you've seen it here tonight. Uh, we're all about the power and the emotion and the dedication 
and the love of heavy metal that we've been carrying for 50 heavy metal years. Oh, just incredible. And the voice is like just still oh. incredibly powerful. There's so many amazing things, and not to spoil the surprise of anybody who hasn't watched it yet and plans on it, but just like nuancey things like how almost giddy Rob Halford was to be singing with Dolly Parton yeah. for the big closer. Um, and the, the, the I think one of the best over the, you know, big picture things that, that heavy metal and the look of heavy metal comes down to a gay man's penchant for visiting the odd S&M shop. Yeah. Do you know, the whole leather and studs is because of Rob Halford. So true. You know, um, extracurriculars. I also love that <laughs> a reoccurring theme in his book is, how did you not know? Yeah. <laughs> Could I have been any more out? Hello. How could you have not known? So easily the band and then the and then the artist you want to talk about is Pat Benatar. Oh, and she was she was crazy good and she was there with with the guy that made all the difference in her life and they got to experience it together. Yeah. And- I will thank all of you, our amazing fans. My partner, my love, 43 years ago in a rehearsal studio in New York could you ever have imagined this night tonight. So I'm guessing we could have uh, probably done this separately on our own, in our own way, but it never would have been this much fun. Yeah! Yeah! It's Jane oh, Sharon. Man. Chantel is off today. Morning's Rock on Show 97.7. Perfect song from Pat Benatar. Invincible, as she has proven to be just that. And I just want to say, on a day where we welcome the incredibly strong female presence, and I emphasize that, of the warning to our rock room, it is so great that we are also recognizing someone who paved the way for strong women in rock, and that's Pat Benatar. Yeah, and she didn't take any uh, anything from anybody. No guff. No guff from you, Pally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like a, a small, sl- not slight, she was a very powerful voice, which was contrast to her size, let's say. Not a big gal. Not a big gal. Um, but, man, she could give it, that's for sure. Unbelievable. Content of the songwriting and clearly the partnership of her and her husband, who would have, you know, felt the 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 spark of that connection when they first met and knew that it was going to be like that forever pretty incredible and still touring today like she was someone on a tour calendar minus you know those couple of years that we lost for whatever you knew every single year she would do like 200 150 250 dates and that never ever stopped including pink She'll be doing her tour yeah in North America I know you're excited yeah because we're going in in like summer 2023 yep and she's like her voice is just, I mean, 69 years old. It's incredible. Yeah. For me, it's a bucket list. I mean, we're big Pink fans. She's a rock star on her own. But the fact that she's assembled this great lineup that includes Pat Benatar, we are stoked, no obviously, kidding. to go to Boston because we love going to Fenway. But to see to get to see Pat Benatar is going to be like, you know, 15-year-old Sharon is going to be very happy that night. If you're not super versed on Neil Giraldo, her guitar-playing husband, if you're not super versed in how great he is, know that he is one of Eddie Van Halen's top five favorite guitar players of all time. Like, that's pretty good company when when arguably the world's greatest ever rock and roll guitar player says, well, Neil's easily one of my top five. Imagine that. It gives you an idea of the chops. He's also the guy that, that did the original solo on Rick Springfield's Jesse's Girl. Yeah. And Rick Springfield basically said in the Sound City doc with Dave Grohl, I've spent my entire career trying to play as good as that solo to prove... <laughs> that Neil shouldn't have done it, that I should have done it. And he's like, and I'm almost there. 
<laughs> it's like 30 years later. That's the best part of practicing your craft. You know that you haven't, you know, yeah. you keep trying. You keep working at it. You don't have the ego, even though you're totally warranted to so have true. a gigantic ego. If you miss the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions, it'll be on Crave for the foreseeable future. You can check it out at your leisure. There's four hours to enjoy. We just wanted to make sure you had some of our highlights. From the West Island to the East End, Montrealers wake up with Jay Sharon and Chantal. This is the Morning's Rock Podcast. Show 97.7. Sounds like kind of a dumb lawsuit, but it might have big implications. Jack Daniels Whiskey, who, by the way, keep doing what you do. <laughs> Great work. Delicious. Delicious. Being a Tennessee Squire, best move I ever made. Jack Daniels Whiskey wants the Supreme Court of Merca to weigh in on a case about chew toys for dogs called Bad Spaniels. Now, here's the reason why they probably don't like it so much. The Jack Daniels label, of course, famously says, Old Number 7, Tennessee Sour Mash Whiskey. Delicious! <laughs> the Bad Spaniels label says, The Old Number 2 on your Tennessee carpet. So, you're saying that Jack Daniels has an issue mm -hmm. with a dog toy company called Bad Spaniels? Yes, I think you were right when you said it's a bit of a dumb case. Same company. Makes similar products. They have a Mountain Dew version of a chew toy <laughs> called Mountain Drool. A Heineken one called Heine Sniffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And a Stella Artois version because well, they're classy. I like this one the best. Anyway. Called, why don't you read it? Smella Arcrotch. Smella Arcrotch. <laughs> so I love this. They're saying that the people at Jack Daniels can't take a joke. Obviously. Yeah, because you like, come on, they're ripping off their trademark. Uh, really? Yeah. It's a dog toy. Okay, then where's my cut? How about that? Jack Daniels claiming Bad Spaniels is too close to their whiskey and could confuse people who Confu might think it's an official product. Confuse people? <laughs> it's a dog toy. <laughs> I think that's ridiculous. So, have you been to the Jack Daniels distillery? It's in Lynchburg, Tennessee. So it's like 45, 90 minutes away from Sounds like Nashville. you have been there. <laughs> I definitely have. I definitely have. It was amazing. It was amazing. It's not at all what you think. It's not in the, in the least bit cheesy. It's very classy. You can have an etched bottle. You can do whiskey flights. But when you leave the distillery, they have literally a strip mall set up like two blocks away that is like Jack Daniels Village. You can buy... Abs you can buy a Harley Davidson that's Jack Daniels. You can buy the bar slip mats that you find at bars where you where you pour over top yep. of, yep. which I have them on my back patio at nice. my cottage. And you can buy kegs. You can buy patio furniture. But literally, you can't buy dog toys. They don't. That's one thing that they don't have. So they will go as far as they've gone with cheese. But I think this maybe is more about you stealing my trademark than it is about this this dog toy. Oh, I love the no. face that you're making. That's great. I just think yeah, just in on. the grand scheme of things, yeah, uh, I think Jack Daniels is doing okay. Right. You know? And that if there's any gray area, oh, wait, there's no gray area between Jack Daniels and a dog toy. Take it as a compliment. Budweiser won Bad a lawsuit. Bad Spaniels? Come on. Budweiser won a lawsuit <laughs> against the same company for something called Butt Wiper back in 2008. If Jack Daniels wins, it means this parody product company would have to discontinue all of their products. Well, they're, at, at the same time as I'm going, oh, come on, Jack Daniels, I'm thinking this company just keeps on going for it, though. Yeah. That's true. You know, like they've gotten in trouble already and then keep on going. Right. Wow. So what you're saying is, you know, when, when you look at this entire story, you find this a little bit hard to handle. 
I know. You know what goes great with uh, with Jack Daniels? What's that? A little bit of cheesy segue. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, I love it. Let's turn it loose. Oh. Shaking their moneymakers are yeah. all the fans of Jack Daniels this morning. I want to say hi to Dan, who's a fellow Tennessee squire, oh. much like myself. What does that mean exactly? It means we're classy. Oh, good. It means we're, we're officially... Members of a distinguished Tennessee society that has to do with the Jack Daniels Distillery, yeah. as in a squire of Tennessee. It means basically nothing, but it sounds really cool. You drink it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Dennis has been waiting a couple of minutes. What's up, Dennis? I'm a part-time firefighter, and you talk about Jack Daniels being a classic outfit. They're more than classic. They have their own fire department. They do have their own fire department. Yeah. Wow. We have a 100-foot ladder truck platform. They have a pumper. A 1,050-gallon pumper and a command post truck. And they're so beautiful. They're black and gold like like the Jack Daniels. They're so beautiful. Code 3 Toys came out with replicas of their trucks in 164 scale. And uh, they're collector's items. They go for uh, hundreds of dollars now on the market. Wow. And they like they cost like maybe 40, 50 bucks when they came out new. i got to tell you, man, there's a fire hose I want to get on the end of. Yeah, eh? <laughs> Get in my mouth. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the show, buddy. All the time, every day, from uh, once I get in the truck at 6 o'clock in the morning on. Love it. Sweet. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, guys. You're great. Come rock. At a dash of Montreal, a handful of rock, and some impromptu laughs, <laughs> and you get Morning's Rock with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Show 97.7. Our pal Randy Renault. Yeah. who had, a, I guess, a workplace injury or an adjacent to workplace injury. He probably You probably heard him talk about it on his show yesterday. Oh, my gosh, and he uh, showed us. How he smoked his head. It's like a low clearance, like a five-foot-nine clearance, and he's a six-foot-tall dude. Which and is amazing. he hit amazing. the top of his head and took a chunk out of it. Yeah. Ouch. And the thing is, the way Sharon Highland brain works is that I really overanalyze and I really think stuff like oh my gosh what could have happened right yeah. and not in a way that's unproductive but i'm like randy did anybody know where you were no right because mm-hmm. you would normally just go for lunch and come back because yeah. it's your routine but he went through an area he didn't tell anybody where he was going so he got a deep enough hit in the head that it bled a lot and if he had conked out on the ground yeah he would have been in bigger trouble than what he was. Today on the Chronicles of Rock, yeah. he left the studio for a bagel and never came back. <laughs> the tale of Randy Renault bumping his head. We still don't know where he is. Friday's on show. Well, not to have uh, Randy be upstaged or anything, and certainly not because I wanted to, but in my house last night, <gasps> in between brushing dog's teeth. Oh, we are we going to play I Can't Believe I Hurt Myself Doing Blank? Yeah. I love this game. It's called Walking Up the Stairs. Oh, God. Yeah. So anyways, couldn't find my uh, smaller dog, who was just in the window, but I couldn't see him because it was behind the Christmas tree. So I'm like, Shadow, Shadow, come on, Shadow. And I'm like, where could this dog be? But then the Sharon Highland wheels work. I'm like, did somebody come in and take my dog? I'm like stupid stuff when you're tired, right? Anyway, so. I also love to point out that you just talked about your doggie in the window. Yeah. Hey, you good one. You literally said, my doggy was in the window. And so he said, how much? How much and he took him. No, so he was just sitting there minding his own business. And I went downstairs and came back up. And as I was coming back up, my other dog, Chester, was coming down to find out, hey, what's going on? Why are you shouting yeah. for Shadow's name? And he doesn't have great legs. So he was 
on two steps, front paws, the one, and his bum up in the air. And I'm like, okay, no, 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 let's go upstairs. So I turn him around, and then I pick him up, and I take a step and slip on the step, and boom, boom. So I was able to, like, kind of launch him upward onto the... Boom, boom, you're falling up the stairs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which is better, I think, than down, isn't it? I think so, too, but, like, man... Like, it hurt right away. My slipper came off, and I'm like, maybe that's why they call them slippers, because I'm slipping. Right. Comes right off, and I'm and I'm like, oh, my God, and I'm talking, right? That really hurt. And the dogs are looking at me like, what's happening? Actually, the dog, because Shadow never left the window, right? Because he's looking at me now going, I'm not coming anywhere leave, near you, lady. He the window. He's on sale. Right. <laughs> can't leave his post. I can't leave my post. Anyway, so <laughs> it's not as bad now. It really so, isn't so now that what I show you, you. Oh, jeez. But like, ow! it turned into an egg. So is that like a burn or is that like just a, an impact injury? That's a burn and a, it looked like, I'm like, what is that? Okay. And, and when I got upstairs to the light, what looked like, uh, you know, lint from the stairs and the carpets on the stairs uh-huh. uh, was my skin. And uh, you can see the bump that way, right? Okay. Yeah. But I did it right. I iced it right away. But it was like an egg on my leg. And I'm like, is that bone coming through my shin? Am I able to walk? Is this happening that right now? That doesn't look good. No, it wasn't good. But it does It does present an opportunity. Let's play a game of household hazards, or as I like to call it, the world is trying to kill you. Eleven ninety seven 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 nine zero zero ninety seven seven. When's the last time you hurt yourself? <sighs> like, what did you do to hurt yourself? And I don't mean like you kind of bumped something, but I mean like you legit hurt yourself where in retrospect you're like didn't see that coming like randy you're just walking through a doorway oh, you didn't know how short it was and you Scares took a me. chunk out of your head or like sharon just trying to help the friggin dog man <laughs> and you end up with like you end up with like two blocks of road rash on your leg yeah i would I'm, I'm, good for you for coming in today because you could have taken a knee i took the stairs too. you're a team player man could have taken a knee <laughs> But I had already given my share. I already given it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It is Jay and Sharon welcoming you to Your House is Trying to Kill You. <laughs> Tales of abode-based accidents. Ugh. Like these texts. I recently got three stitches when I caught my finger in the binding of an accident prevention plan. Oh, man. <laughs> Love the show. <laughs> that is from Paul. And from Adam. This is great, guys. Not a serious injury, but a few weeks ago I got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. But my floor was cold, and I couldn't wait to get back into bed. So when I got back into my dark room, I just jumped onto my bed, flying headbutt into a wooden headboard at 4 a.m. Whoa. Now, those are great. Like, when you hit the top of your head like Randy did, and like you just did, Paul, um, it's a dull, throbbing ache. Yeah. Right? It's like a, I call it the... Yeah. (sighs) Fix auto. Yeah. (laughs) Just Just the worst. Not fun. Not fun at all. Um, Tammy sent a text also. Uh, said, uh, I fell up the stairs as well. Because that's what I did last night. Super fun, by the way. Didn't break anything, but man, it looks like the bone in my shin is trying to get out. Uh, it's better. It looks better today. You showed me the before pictures from last night. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I'm like, if this goes down, which you want it to, you yeah. still want us people to see the before. Side note, I wonder how many people pictures of injuries people have on their phones. <laughs> we all, because the Check moment something out. happens, you're like, click. <laughs> Yeah. Look at that. That's going to hurt. <laughs> you need it for the proof later. It's true. So Tammy says I fell up the stairs as well. Broke my ankle because my brother Sean was chasing me and we are not allowed to wear shoes in the house, but I needed them for protection to kick him, but that's why I fell. Uh, moral of the story, listen to your mom and don't wear your shoes in the house because you're not adjusted to them yet. 
You're breaking the rules and you shall fall regardless of needing them to kick your brother because he's trying to kill you. I love that. I need, but mom, I need these shoes to kick my brother. <laughs> he's trying to kill me. Believe me. Did you read Ron's text yet? Did you see this one? The top oh. fell off a stepladder. Ow. Broke my hip in six places. Dumb move on my part, standing on the top step where it says no standing. Yeah. And I think for, for a lot of people of a certain age, that is like the, that's the one, right? The breaking of the hip or the replacement of the hip. The only person in the history of modern science and medicine who's been able to have a cool hip replacement, Eddie Van Halen. Because from doing all the stage jumping and the leg kicks and stuff like that, when Eddie got his hip replaced, we were like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But you, thank you for your service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny, too. You get to a point in your life where you falling is not, not, it's never fun, but it makes you feel like an old person. It's true. And then people look at you like you're an old person. You get a text from your oh. kid that's like, are you okay, dad? You lose your balance? For everybody that had childhood injuries, because they were trying to fly. From the album, A Momentary Lapse of Reason, or as I like to call it, in the middle of a conversation with my wife when I've asked a question that I know has turned the worm mm -hmm. and this is not going to go well for me. I'm like, yep, there was your momentary lapse of reason. Had to ask that question, didn't you? Seemed obvious, but you can tell by the look in her eyes, it's going to be a long night of you trying to climb out of that hole. Good luck, son. You're going to need it. It's, it sounds kind of fresh, Jay. It's something. How was your Thursday night? I mean, I just fell up the stairs. You sound like you got hurt, too. You know what? Just every once in a while. Hey, it's Jay and Sharon. Welcome back. <laughs> it's your house is trying to kill you. Oh. Tales of abode-based accidents based on Sharon falling upper stairs oh, last night. But you know what? I think falling down's worse. I do. I think there's more possibility for... Because usually if you're falling down, you, break, you, you stiffen and you brace it and you brace yeah. yourself. Then you end up like throwing your shoulder out or twisting an ankle. I think that uh, no falling is good. Just no fall. The further away you get from being in like elementary school, the further <laughs> you get away from being made of rubber and able to withstand any sort of fall. I love your analogy. With dignity. Just, you know, like that sign. If you have the sign up at your house that says it's been 474 days since a, a home-based accident. <laughs> that's what you're talking about. Just the more time I can put between doing that to myself. Yeah, pretty much. Because I feel like an old person. <laughs> oh, you fell. People look at you after like, oh. It's not like, wow, what happened? It's, oh, you old lady. So thanks, stairs. Stupid slippers. It's not even the slippers' fault. I don't even know Stupid what the fault stairs. was. And that's the other thing. There's patchy parts that I don't remember quite clearly because I was crying. You're not uh, alone. You're not alone in your pain. No, it's true. There's text coming through to 11977. Good morning, guys. I also have a stair story. Was going to carry the big water jug down into the man cave and had the wrong running shoes on. Very worn out. Slipped on the very first step and slid the whole way down. Let's say it was a rough ride. Had half the bottle still in my hand, water everywhere, blood dripping from my hand. I was like, what the bleep has just happened? <laughs> yeah, I get that. Uh, very sore for a couple of days. You have a great day too. Thank you very much for the text for <laughs> commiserating. Uh, that was Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Man. How about this? Uh, guys, I punched myself in the face and broke my glasses opening a bottle of wine. <laughs> That's pretty great. It's awful. And uh, how about this oh. for making you feel old, Sharon and Jay? I was attempting to do a head nod hello, but at the same time tried to do a turn head up to the side hello. Huh. Twisted my neck, couldn't turn my head for a week. <laughs> That's an old person accident too. Oh, oh. I went to, uh, 
Yeah. I'm Trina, by the way, big fan. Thank and you. Imagine thank this. Thank you, Trina. Yeah, thank you, guys. Commiserating is great. Misery loves company. <laughs> yeah, so Bruising true. loves company. Was taking a swing with a 10-pound sledgehammer. Missed. Hit myself in the shin. Oh. So replaced the stairs with a sledgehammer. Oh, my gosh, you guys. That's where your dad hit me with the axe. Hey, listen, we have a yeah. big announcement. <laughs> yeah, huge. Coming up this morning for something that I have heard from afar. I heard this last year. But I can't wait to be part of it this year. Yeah, we've been doing this for a few years now, and it's super fun. Tapping into the holiday spirit. We're going to give you some information slash details on how the next few weeks are going to be even extra fun. Like extra fun. Like you think it's normally fun. It's way more extra fun. Dude, this is way more extra fun. It's how Montreal wakes up. This is the Mornings Rock Podcast with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Shome 97.7. I realize, Sharon, that I didn't get you a card. But nonetheless, I'm wishing you nothing but the happiest of Odd Sock Days today. Ah. Thank you. Happy Odd Sock Day, man. You too, bro. What's the what's the <laughs> deal with Odd Socks in your house? I'm curious. I'm fascinated by this. As someone that deals with OCD on a regular basis, Odd Socks are my nemesis. I like socks that match. Um, and so there's not much Odd Sock activity happening in our house. Okay. Is there a statute of limitations on how long an Odd Sock can exist before <laughs> it gets sent to the fill of land? No. I have a sock in my uh, drawer that is waiting for its partner to return. Right. Because it's somewhere in our house. <laughs> and I don't know where. Okay. And I don't like the mystery of that. Yeah. Honest to God. Like it's been six years at least. Six years. It's a great sock. They were a great pair of socks. Can you describe the sock to me? Maybe yes. I've seen it. They're a pair of features. Okay. Which are, have great cushioning. They're specific to the foot, you know. Meaning right, left. I'm going to Google that. It just makes it... Uh, Features suck. F-E-E-T. See what they did there? Ah! U-R-E-S. Okay. Anyways, we're sure that uh, oh. the sock is in a in a hoodie or something somewhere. And I say <sighs> we're sure about that because that's what Deb says. Okay. And the commitment to getting it back is, is a skew because I want it back. Right. And she's offered me an option like it must be into this. I'm like, well, then get looking. Guys, if, I've got to <laughs> tell you, man, if, you, if you're paying retail, I would wait for that other sock to come back. Exactly. These are, these are expensive <laughs> socks. Yes, they are. Features Elite Running Socks, $25. Now, here's the deal. Woo! We've never Woo! bought a pair of socks at regular price. No, of course not. Because you end up knowing someone or you get a coupon for a store or like yeah. a Black Friday deal or something like that. And when those happen, man, you're grabbing a few pairs. I don't know if it was the same uh, with your girls, but... You know, Christmas, obviously, Santa always brings underwear and, and socks. He's good that way. But my boys would always, um, they'd open up the package and they'd be like, they always say the same thing. <gasps> freshies. <laughs> That's what they call them, freshies. <laughs> like that fresh bag of socks nice. that you get on, on Christmas Day. Like it. I remember, I remember years, years ago reading that Julio Iglesias. See? Do all the girls I've loved before. Mm -hmm. That Julio Iglesias was so rich. Is so rich that he never wore the same pair of socks or underwear twice. Get out of here. Every time he put one on, it was freshies. Wow. Can you imagine if he had features? Right? He has a budget How expensive for that it, would be? Silly. That's right. That's why he can't afford child support for Enrique <laughs> Iglesias. <laughs> so we're curious. A couple of things on a two for Tuesday. A couple of questions. Why not? Do you wear mismatched socks because you can't find the ones that match? And two... 
for Tuesday. Hmm. Do you have an OCD thing where you can't wear mismatched socks? If I see mismatched socks on someone, it gives me anxiety. Really? Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? You want to tackle them? All is wrong. I, I don't, I'm not quite that far. I've learned to, I've learned to curb it. Interesting. <laughs> but it's hard, man. <laughs> it is hard. Just thinking about it right now. So it is mismatched socks day, also known as odd sock day. And my favorite text so far is this one. Hey, Jay. I'm the opposite of you. My OCD is the reverse. I feel uncomfortable if my socks match. Huh. That is from Sabrina. Yeah, I can't wear I can't wear odd socks, Sabrina. That's just worlds colliding. Imagine you and Sabrina. Dogs and cats living together, crossing the streams. You and Sabrina in a room together. <laughs> right? Her in odd socks, you in regular socks, just twitching. Me turning the thermostat up, her turning the thermostat down. She'd be exhausted by the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I have to turn the light on and off 97 times, and you have to do it 79 times. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm not the mix-matched socks type, but in high school, there was a pair of shoes. The model was made in two different colors. I couldn't decide which color to choose. So a friend who had the same size shoe bought the other color, and we swapped one shoe. Nice. Keep up the good work. You Thanks. too, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for that, pal. Nice. I like that. Yeah. You get two pairs of shoes out of that. That's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. And I, I always thought that was a cool thing to do with, not that I could ever do it myself, but like with Converse, like you buy two pair of the same yeah. Chuck Taylor and you wear the different colors. Always admired those people. <laughs> uh, Jeff, no! Odd socks. <laughs> That's just weird. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you too, Jeff. Love you back, man. Santiago says, um, I'm wearing mismatched ones right now. When one like, gets holy, it gets chucked. I like, the, I like that concept. Because yeah. both don't get holy at the same time. It's true. And if you buy a package of all the same socks, let's say. Right. Like a six-pack of tube socks. Bag of freshies. A bag of freshies. Those are socks that'll last you a long time. So when you think about things as simple as odd socks, you probably think of one guy who might say something along the lines of, what's the deal with odd socks? <laughs> that guy, of course, is Monsieur Jerry Seinfeld. Your socks have a certain kind of courage. <laughs> certain kind of ambition, determination. How many times have you done a big laundry? Go to the dryer, take out your socks, count them up. One of them got out. <laughs> he escaped, took off on his own. What are his chances out there? I don't think they're very good. A lot of times I walk down the street and I'll see a dirty sock just lying there in the street. What happened to him? It's a sock that didn't make it. But he took that risk. That's what I respect. Because socks, socks, think about it. They hate their lives. They do. They're in the shoe. They're in the drawer. They hate it. He waits for the dryer. That's his chance, and he knows it. New music, movies, shows you cannot miss, and so much more. All courtesy of the biggest head in Montreal. We measured. That's a huge nugget. Has its own weather system. It's Cheese Jams. Hey, kids. Hey. This week, it is time to hit Oh, Trontois. The Fablemans have arrived. And more cheese, please. First up, it is Black Friday Record Store Day. There are so many things to check out. Tons of box sets, reissues, some highlights. David Bowie's A Divine Symmetry, box set covering the period around Hunky Dory. The Cure's Wish, 30th Anniversary Edition, three CDs, original album, Two discs of bonus material, and the one that jumped out for me, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, 
Live at the Fillmore, 1997, covers the group's 20-night run at the famed San Francisco venue, available in various packages. There's also a really cool nine-minute mini-film on YouTube you can check out. Just Google Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, live at the Fillmore. In the winter of 1997, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers performed 20 sold-out shows. The group would tear up their rigid set lists from their stadium tours and explore the songs and music that moved them to form a rock and roll band in the first place. Oh, yeah, good evening to everybody here. We're the house band here at the Fillmore. Yeah, it looks really good. Also, it's American Thanksgiving, so lots of new movies in theaters. My pick for you to check out this weekend in Montreal is The Fablemans. It's a Steven Spielberg semi-autobiographical movie starring Michelle Williams and Paul Dano. If that guy's name is familiar, he played Brian Wilson so well in the Brian Wilson biopic that was out a few years ago. They star as the parents of the young aspiring filmmaker. Stretch here for Steven Spielberg. His name is Sammy. In this family, it's the scientists versus the artists. Sammy's on my team, takes after me. You can't just love something, you also have to take care of it. It's more important than your hobby. Can you stop calling it a hobby? You stop making movies, that'll break your mother's heart. I don't know what to do anymore. You do what your heart says you have to. A lot of hearts, basically, is what that movie's telling you. There's lots of heart going on. Yeah. And finally, the sixth edition of the Montreal Raclette Party touches down at Atwater Market this weekend, coinciding with the spot's sparkling Christmas market. I'm checking this one out for sure. I'm going for the market. I'm staying for the cheese. (laughs) It's a one-day event tomorrow offering a generous plate of raclette cheese, potatoes, pickles, and bread for 13, 13 bucks. That's it? That's it. That is it. Yum. It's quite aromatic, oaky, with an undertone of a mother's smile and a warm spring day. (laughs) Yeah, those things, etc., etc., big words, chummy banter. For all the details, (laughs) look for a Montreal Raclette party on Facebook. That, my friends, is Jay's Jams. Jay's Jams are always available at Shome.com. Internet magic and mornings always rock. With Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Shome 97.7. Here's some stuff you may have missed. The best and worst of the week that was completely out of context. It's Mornings Random with Jay, Sharon, and Chantel. Of all the things that suck, I think catching on fire's probably got to be top three. Ah, oh, thank you. Happy hot sock day, man. You too, bro. Hey, I also brought this great Jamaican weed. Do you want to smoke some? Yeah. Oh. I got to tell you, man, there's a fire hose I want to get on the end of. Really? Get in my mouth. What about my responsibilities? Hola, yay. You also clearly like doing <laughs> mushrooms. Then get looking. Text Randy if you were in the rock room last night. Everybody that was there. You should all text Randy the same thing. Hey, man, why didn't you take off your coat? Just text that. I was cold. Chances he's here. You can keep your mornings rocking. Follow Shome, Jay, Sharon, and Chantel on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep the conversation rolling all day long.